uh, what? Bonjour amigos, I'm Bob Van Dinosaur, that's Fish Be on the Bass, or the Bass. It's one of those days I'm clearly in no shape to step into a podcast spaceship and take this thing to some other planet in warp speed perfection. I mean, audio, internet, thank you, Fishby. Long story short, uh, uh, joining me uh, via telephone, one of my favorite people in the world, Timberlake, a.k.a. The Tooth. How are you, sir? Hello, podcast world. It's DJ W. Yeah. Timberlake. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Timmy, Awkward. Man. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Me and you, God, we, haven't, uh, we haven't really talked like, like in a while, you know? It's I re- been a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. I felt uh, I felt horrible. A little uh, little inside baseball, a little inside the show, a little bit. Uh, 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 Timberlake, who who I have I mentioned that I love, uh, was was gonna come over and see me, and we were gonna fuck around like a few months ago. We were gonna make some audio mm-hmm. and shit, and then and then and then like uh, uh, my body just uh, just freaked out. I could it would have it would have been miserable for everyone involved. It would have been a wasted trip. But I I definitely think you should come see me soon. Like as soon as you can. Yeah, I, I want to come over there and give you a deep tissue massage. Is what I want to do. That's from head to toe, buddy. That sounds lovely. <laughs> Dude, no one's really come to visit me over here. And like, wait, wait till you see it. I'm not even sure how to describe it. it. It's really unfortunate that there's that there's not a place like on the internet where I could post like pictures of it and people could look <laughs> at it. Because if there was, like I, I might do that and I think people would freak out. It's um God damn it. It looks like uh uh like a like a yoga shanti met like a uh <laughs> you know a poison tour bus from 1989 meets a hookah bar meets a porn set meets meets it just the environment of a strange strange human so being. when i come over there's gonna be so many blonde bimbos no with really no, flat butts no absolutely not like no oh, one okay no, no not poison like that like no one like no one no no one no, no one's really been here like other than other than my kids and my cat Gladys, so, but it's and the a, ghosts and and the potential ghosts, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's wild, it's fucking wild here. Um, well, I look forward to it. Yeah, so uh, uh, you live uh, over on the west side of of Washington State. I'm just kind of uh, curious off the top of my head here. What what is the mood in terms of COVID fatigue in your world? Like, is everyone just just fucking over it? Because here we are over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm over in uh, towards the base of the shaft of Mount Rainier, so I'm out in an undisclosed location of Ording, and uh, I dr- I commute to Auburn, which is you know South King County, very south, and uh, work in construction, and yeah, we're all we're all completely done with COVID, pretty much checked out at this point. Um, my daughter just got her COVID shot though, and I just got my booster shot, so we're we're in it to win it. But uh, oh, the, everyone else doesn't seem that in, interested in getting a COVID shot or, or doing anything to kind of prevent it. So it's kind of all bets are off over here. Oh, no, so. yeah. Like with the Omicron going around and, and, and like it protects you from getting to the hospital, but you still you still fucking get it. Like everything. Right. You, you know, um, how how old is your daughter now? What 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 uh, what, what, what grade is she in school? Oh, she's a first grader. She's six. First grader. So. And and how many ha, has she been back in school like this this whole year? Or has it been like how do they remote learn like first graders? Has she, she had to do that or has she been all right? 
No, thankfully in the school district uh, for first grade, she's been in class the whole time. It's just, it's masks a hundred percent of the time. So, um, but other than that, I mean, it's, it's actually business as usual. So, I mean, for her, I mean, thankfully for her, it doesn't really have any, doesn't seem like it's having any long-term effects on her. She's kind of living a a normal, like first grader lifestyle. Long-term effects. She's in first fucking grade. (laughs) You know, that's very bold parenting. Very bold. (laughs) She'll be all right. Don't worry about it. Well, she's yours. Rub some dirt on that COVID. She'll be all right. But I I mean, (laughs) my, my mood on this whole thing has, 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 has really shifted. I mean, for a long time, like I was, I was on T I thought I was going to get the vaccine like last March and come like Mm -hmm. fall, like things are going to be back to fine. But uh, but they are not. And uh, uh, back to your daughter, I worry about the long term. Uh, uh, you say no long term effects. I am concerned, like about uh, uh, my son, who's who's in sixth grade. Uh, uh, the mm-hmm. long term of, of having to wear a mask every single day in school, which. Uh, sends the the underlying message, not even subliminally, that uh, that you are not in a safe place, and 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 you also don't have your uh, you you go without the the social learning how to interpret other people's emotions and facial expressions and all that shit. I worry that an entire uh, generation of kids will be set back back years and have. Uh, uh, just kind of strange social interactions. Like I hope that doesn't happen, but it's uh, I'm definitely fucking concerned with it. No, and you should be. I definitely feel the same way. I, I mean, yeah, she's a first grader or whatever. What can, I mean, she'll be wearing her mask like in the house and not realize it's on. So yeah, she, she's kind of just, they don't even realize they're wearing it, but, but at the same time, like you're saying the facial expressions, how important that is, uh, you know, with your son and with my daughter, I definitely want her to be able to pick up on social cues. I think everybody's going to be socially stunted for, they'll be like two years behind essentially because of COVID. I mean, that's what's going on. Yeah. So was she doing remote? Did I already ask this? What she never had to do any remote learning. No, nah, dude, she did remote learning for kindergarten. That oh. was all remote learning. Oh, but I mean, she's the... only a first grader. Yeah, so. I, I, and and I'm I don't expect you to have a decent answer to this, but honest to God, in the grand scheme of education, how the fuck do you remote learn kindergarten? You, you know, it's just it, it, it's tough <laughs> on these kids. You know, like luckily, like, like my son, who was was it like fifth grade when it started, he just had to. Uh, uh, he tried uh, 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 the online school like for a little while because they they had a choice and and my daughter was a senior in high school at the time I had one of my daughters and uh, and they tried the remote and uh, no bueno it was no good but yeah. luckily, luckily in in Florida where uh, the rules are a lot looser they were uh, they were able to go back and so far been fine so but uh, if I can jump off to another point off of this, please because I hate COVID uh, yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, Every, everybody does. And um, I mean, the Democrats are already going to have a tough time come 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 the midterms. And regardless, even if COVID wasn't going on, it was going to be, you know, a shellacking. Like, oh, it's just it's just the way fucking politics works in America. That's mm-hmm. I think it's going to be just a loss of proportions that no one has ever seen in a congressional election before. Like, like even something that surpasses the contract with America in 1994. Because if you, ha- if you have one party, that's for, you know what? It's time to learn to live with COVID. You know, it's the, the vaccines right. have been out. We have therapeutics. Uh, the world's a dangerous place. Fucking buyer beware. You know, buyer mm-hmm, be- mm-hmm. It's like It's like the whole, the Democrats seem to think like, 
because because of everyone in high school, Ben has a peanut allergy. Therefore, the entire school is banned from peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Dude, crazy story. There, uh, I was worried that I couldn't, you know, pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for my daughter. And that peanut allergy thing, at least in the school district that she's going to, not a thing, dude. I couldn't believe it. I thought I wouldn't be able to send peanuts or any peanut accessories. No, you, you, you know, I mean, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches have been a staple of American children since. Sure, they, you know, like they have. I was going to get offended. Right, <laughs> right. Well, that's uh, that's a good real world example, but that that was just my uh, my metaphor for the thing. But uh, the Democrats need to find a way because on some level, uh, in the land of the free and the home of the brave, uh, even me, like, like these, and I understand I'm talking like, like I'm on Fox News or something, and I can't, I can't believe that that's happening. Yeah, you're, you're taking a very conservative slant. I'm kind of surprised. Uh, well, I, because I think, I mean, I am, I, I am pro-vaccine, I am pro-people taking care of themselves, but I am anti-mandate. It's so fucking stupid. Like, like cause, because mm-hmm. when, when you get to the brass tacks of it, like, like, like fundamentally, like as an American, the people that want to put in the mandates, I, I, I think philosophically, they're, they're they're just they're just wrong. And again, I, I swear to God, I, this is this is as a Democrat, as a liberal, this this is where I am now. A, a, as an American, should the government have the right to force you to take a medicine you don't want to take? Uh, the bottom line is, uh, we've already made that decision as as a people, and people aren't going to take it. You know, there's a majority of people that aren't going to take it and where I'm at, which is, you know, kind of a red area. And then in the trade that I'm in, in construction, for sure, I'm definitely a minority of the people that actually got the COVID vaccine. And, you know, I'm fine with it. You know, I'm used to having differing opinions with other people. I don't I don't feel I don't belittle them because they didn't get it. You know, I just want them to wear their fucking mask. Like if they're sick or something, I don't want to get whatever they got going on. So that's all I ask. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, don't don't get your don't get a shot. Do get a shot. I mean, I'm over it at this point. I mean, you're not going to change their minds. Yeah, bottom line. No, and I, and I think like the government, like the CDC, like whoever. I think they can advise. I I think they can. Sure. I think they can strongly recommend. But but in terms of like Washington State putting it, like, you know, like a mask mandate, like to go inside like every business and shit, like like it, that should be up to the individual businesses. At this point, I, I it's it, ah, man alive. I I really if the Democrats can't find a way by I was thinking February first, but now like the deaths are real high, like over two thousand a day. Maybe by March first, they just you know what, like England's doing it. Like no more mess. Like like we're gonna go back to it and just see what the fuck happens. You know, at some point you gotta take a calculated risk. I mean, we were watching out for our elderly people and people that were high risk, but the 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 COVID um, you know has mutated so many times at this point that you know as far as the guys that I've seen getting sick, you know they're sick for a couple days and then they they come back after day five because as as soon as you're able to per the CDC rules test, you know, you test positive and then that's day zero. And then you go five days, you can come back to work, even though you're still going to test positive because you're still going to test positive for like another two weeks. So, I mean, that's the reality that we're living with, but just the vibe at like my work site is so, it's so depressing and so negative right now. And I don't know what, what's going to change that right now, but we got to, we got to, we got to kind of lighten things up. You know what I mean? 
I, I'm, I'm with you. We need to kind of reverse the ship and, uh, and let people just make their own decisions at this point. And they're doing it anyways. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I concur on the strange vibe. And, and I, I think the Democrats might lose elections for a fucking generation. Like, it's just. Yeah. Oh, my. Because everybody like. At, at some point, at some point, we just gotta, we just gotta get through this. So, anyway, I, I am, uh, I'm so happy to talk to you. Uh, uh, before, I, and, and I, I'm sad to hear that everything just seems kind of off and kind of strange and kind of depressing because that's honestly, that's kind of the mood here. But then again, I live in public housing and walk very strange <laughs> streets. You know, <laughs> so well, I, I heard that podcast where you got, you almost got beat up, which was really scary to me, man. Uh, any follow was, up on that? Uh, um, you know what? That was one of the, it, it was a crazy weird experience. And, and, and in that moment, like I reacted so wrong, but it should have just been in one ear and out the other and keep going and, 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 and not make a thing. But because it, it was so provocative and so threw me off, I just, I just had like an emotional response to it. And then, then I, I get there. For people who don't know the story, like I was walking down the street, like this giant kid with a bunch, like five guys and four girls, like screams in my ear, like "You're a punk ass bitch!" Like this, like like God bless me, didn't shatter my eardrum, right? And and then like I kept walking, and, I, and I, it, it just so I just stood there. I just stood there for a minute, and then at some point, like halfway through the crosswalk, I kind of turn around and I, and, and I pointed out that it's a tiny city. Because it is, and then and then I kept walking, and all then all, turn around, and it's like the girls first like running towards me, trying to get you know a front row seat to, to violence porn, and and this big dude like four dudes behind me is like timing out his steps, and he's he's coming at me, and, and I just tried to you know diffuse the situation, and luckily like I tried to point out over and over again, I ain't fighting nobody. Like I've had five back surgeries because it, it was so odd. Like in this moment, like as soon as I saw this, like. All I could hear, like it already happened, like like I was fucking in the ER, and all I heard was like the beeps and machines, and, and it, it's gonna be—it's so easy for me to like become paralyzed. Like I can't go ice skating or snowboard or all kinds of shit because if I take a fall, I could fucking get paralyzed. So right. I, uh, and and for a while after that, dude, because I kind of have like weird uh, trepidations, and and sometimes I'm scared to go outside anyway with my own kind of uh, mental monsters, and it fucking. It, it shook me like like for for a few weeks like I, I couldn't stop like thinking about it. like it was extremely unhealthy like I'm like I'm in a, I'm in a much better place now like I walk all the time like ain't seen the kids but uh, when it comes spring like uh, they're gonna be right I, I think it's gonna it it's gonna be fine like wave the white flag I ain't you know I am not fighting nobody I will try to defuse it and I actually um, one of my friends uh, reached out to me that, that uh, does a lot of traveling and knows something about uh, 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 like self defense or whatever, and and he taught me that there were there were three things and because I thought like I like I fuck kick him in the balls right no no he's like a uh, uh, rule one the first thing you want to do is 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 try to uh, uh, de-escalate so that you know if you can de-escalate it you know that's that that that's what you do number two mm-hmm. run number three then and only then if that doesn't work like like then you fight and so apparently even though and it's so stupid, like, like, just like my pride for a minute got me. And again, I was just emotionally provoked and I was, it, it just took me out of where I, where I, I usually am as like, uh, no, no. I mean, I, I totally see where you were coming from in that situation. I mean, the way we came up is like someone says something to you, you're going to say something back. I mean, it's inevitable. 
you know, if they're going to try to belittle you or, you know, try to, you know, pull one over you, you're going to say something, you're going to, you know, give a snarky remark, you know, and that's where you come from. That's your upbringing. And, you know, that dude needs to learn to take it. You know, I can't believe that he was willing to get physical about it. And he was just, I mean, the whole, the whole situation was just ridiculous. I'm glad that you like came out. Okay. But I I can't blame you for talking shit at all. Well, well, I think what was going to happen is, is these kids were looking, were looking to snatch and grab like somebody. And I was like literally just coming from the, from the Rite Aid pharmacy down the street. And I just had, oh, yeah, I showed your backpack. Yeah. I had my backpack. And in my, and I was, and I get, as soon as this fight started, I was going to lose my backpack. And one of those girls was going to grab it and run as far as they fucking could with my fucking phone, wallet, keys. It, it was going to be a mm-hmm. mess. So game over. Yeah. Luck, luckily, I got out of that shit. I got out of that shit. So, uh, so that's good. Uh, before, uh, uh, before I let you go, buddy, uh, just out of curiosity, uh, you stream anything good lately? You watch anything good on the television? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm watching Clarence right now with my daughter, but you know, I'm a big fan of Clarence from, you know, comedy network or whatever cartoon network, but no, uh, actual real shows. Uh, let's see. I just got done watching. God, what is it called? Um, the bees one, the freaking killer bees. The, the yeah the, the the it's a soccer team that gets lost in the woods it's on showtime christina reaches oh, in it oh oh come on now no no, you know no. what i'm talking yellow jackets i just got done watching first season of yellow jackets I, dude I literally, oh it's nuts dude it's i have nuts. i have i have every streaming service except for paramount plus and showtime right now so i was so, you gotta so pay I, you gotta pay the extra for showtime man that that show alone is well worth it we got it originally for dexter because we were big Dexter fans for years and years, but I started watching uh, yellow jackets and it just touches on. It's, it's a very, uh, it goes back and forth between the nineties. Like I think it was like 1995 or 1996. And, and this all female soccer team that was heading the finals from Jersey crashes in the middle of nowhere in BC. And they got to get down to some crazy stuff. Like there may or may not be some cannibalism going on. There's some, occult kind of situation going on Ooh. anyways I, I highly recommend it it's very good okay so. all right all right well as the global medium buzzman i that's what's nice that there'll be a lot when i turn the uh, the showtime and the paramount plus on i'll have a, i'll have a lot of things to uh to watch there I, i've got the, like on hbo i've got the uh like there i think there's three episodes maybe i think only three episodes in the new season of euphoria which i'm enjoying quite a bit <laughs> so many dicks so <laughs> do, um <laughs> I ended up having a very uncomfortable conversation with my daughter in college about the euphoria dicks. And apparently all the dicks are prosthetic, according to her. Oh, well, I mean, I hope they are, because otherwise I got an inferiority complex going on, dude. Because <laughs> well, I'm I... like, God damn, that guy's packing some heat. But <laughs> they might, wins. you know, hire him that way based on size or something. I don't know. Well, you know, what's <laughs> funny is, is, is because the first season, like... There, 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 like some dick pics and stuff, but like there wasn't really like, like, a, like a great shot of like an erect, <laughs> of an erect penis, and 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 I'm, I'm like, my one hope for Euphoria this year was that Euphoria <laughs> was good, this entire and the gang was was going to liberate for like for the first time that I can remember like an erect cock because it's like, what's the big deal? And the first episode, I like how it's like Scooby Doo mysteries, Zendaya and the gang, yeah, yeah. go and discover an erect penis. And, and w- within the first five minutes of of the of uh, of, uh, of the season two premiere, a fucking erect cock, and I was like, God damn it, I don't, I, dude. Where the guy comes in, and he's like, I gotta take. 
take a shit and then you you're just like okay there's his dick no no right. not that no no it, it, <laughs> it was the it was the fez flashback and uh, and and when is when the, the lady lady who raised him walked into that strip club and and she shot the the strip club owner and his leg was getting a blowjob and he had like a an erect prostate oh yeah 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 i totally forgot dude they should do a prequel on his grandma that that shit was nuts that whole prequel scene of like where he came from and what her situation was and how she was connected to everybody. Yeah. That I, was pretty, that was pretty nuts. That's what I'm liking about season two a lot because, because the best characters are, are, are Fez and Ash. So, and now that it's revolving around them a lot more, I, I like that. So anyway, but if people aren't watching those shows, we've, uh, we've bored them to death. So, uh, yeah, I will, um, I will let you run in the name of uh, podcast, uh, wisdom, but thank you for bailing me out. Like I've had it like just a weird day and like, I, I have, I have notebooks over there full of shit. And uh, yeah, it's just been a weird day. Been a weird day. So thank you for uh, for bailing me out. You're the man and I love you. Hey, no problem. Right back at you, man. It was great talking to you. It's been a minute. So yeah. All right. Come, come, come see me. Although, although when you do uh, uh, the nice part about, and I think I should always live in a place like this for the rest of my life. Like, like there's a bunch of like, like nice, you know, mid to nice, like hotels and motels, like really like close to me. Um, uh, 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 stay there, and that's like when I'm not here. Like I want to live like, uh, like in Orlando, like in a resort to be close to my kids. And then uh, the big dream is uh, 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 Rosarita, uh, uh, the beach down in uh, Mexico, about 30 miles uh, south of Tijuana, and about 20 miles north of uh, uh, what the fuck, Ensenada. Um, uh, uh, but like, people can come visit me there, and then they just get a room at the resort. Yeah, yeah, no, that sounds amazing, but uh. I'm just gonna stay at your place in Spokane. Yeah, you can do that. You could. <laughs> All right. You are. You are welcome to uh, to do that. All right, buddy. Uh, uh, thank you very much. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, no problem. Talk All to right. you later. Man. All right, Timberlake. Later, dude. Gracias. All bye. Right, bye.